Did you read Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich? Did you get it at its core? And what is one interpretation of those success principles? Stay tuned and find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology. And I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another dose of Think and Grow Rich Learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and I have been in the coaching and course creation and in the online space since the 90s. So you can say I got a little experience under my belt. And and yet I, here I am still learning and and that's why i'm here on this show is to share what i have learned and what i am still learning about course creation coaching entrepreneurship and infopreneurship which begs the question who are you and to me the answer to that question is infinitely more important because i think you are a driven entrepreneur and more specifically an infopreneur with or seeking some coaching or online course model in your business and you're here hoping to, maybe, maybe you don't have that, but you're hoping to have it very, very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into infopreneurship and course creation and you know, and your success by giving you some actionable advice, some tips and some steps designed to help you level up your game. Because as we already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. And we're going to step away today from the marketing and Oh gosh, course creation piece. And we're going to talk about success from a different level. And you can't talk about success, I think, from a personal development side of things without talking about the man, Napoleon Hill. Now I was introduced to Napoleon Hill way back when. I remember my dad retired from the military. We settled into Norwalk, California. And when we, you know, we actually, first off, we were in a, a condominium, this big condominium complex and all kinds of kids in the neighborhood. It was kind of cool. And then mom and dad bought a house uh, just a few blocks away, actually, probably about three miles away from where that condominium was at. But on the other side, at the end of the street, actually, both ends of the streets were schools. Uh, one was elementary, and I think one was uh, was another elementary. Oh, there's two elementary schools on either side of the street. One of them ended up closing down. The point is, on the other side of one of the elementary schools was the civic center. And you had the city hall, you had the courthouse, the police station, and the library. And I remember back when I was a kid, library was a frequent stop for me. And I stumbled across a book called How to Think and Grow Rich by a guy named Napoleon Hill. Now, I remember being a kid 
and I'm, I'm talking in my early teens here, I, I saw that book. And I, I think I read that title four, five, six times thinking that maybe I misread it. Is this real? Is this a joke? Right? You, can, you grab the book and you start flipping through it. And think, okay, let me, let me check this out. I remember the librarian when I when I checked it out. It was a little twinkle in her eyes. Yeah, so are you gonna think and grow rich, young man? <laughs> and well, hope so, right? <laughs> so I took the bone, but the book home, and I devoured it. And I scratched my head. I got, I'm not sure I'm quite getting this. So I read it again, and, and again. And here's the thing: uh, it probably wasn't until I was well into my 30s. Actually, I know it wasn't because it was shortly after the, the death of my daughter that the ideas in this book really started to make sense to me. Um, and if you haven't read the book lately, I'd like to offer you my interpretation of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And I want to offer, to you, to offer it to you in 12 steps. Let's start with step number one. I think this is almost the core foundation of everything else. Number one, burning desire. Here's the thing. Unless you are super lucky, and I mean super lucky like winning the lottery or stumbling across a suitcase chock full of money, then everything in life that you're going to endure it starts with your desire, your ability to visualize and see exactly what it is that you want. And once you've got that burning desire to achieve your goal, you're going to be able to persist through all the setbacks, all the stumbles, all the bumbles, all the falls, all the face plants and challenges that are going to come along your way, that are going to come along your way. Even when it seems that you're making no progress whatsoever, it is your burning desire that's going to keep you moving forward. It is your burning desire that drives you to achieve the impossible. Let's, let's think for a moment of some of the folks that have done this. Uh, Beethoven, right? Who, despite being deaf, composed works that were, that were, are still performed and loved beyond so many others to this day and probably well into long after I'm gone. And I think about Milton, who became this amazing, this great author, despite being blind. They were able to achieve their dreams despite all the challenges, physical and otherwise, because of their passion, their burning desire for their craft. So no matter what it is that you're doing, see if you can work up or just stoke a burning desire to see it through. Then as you progress in life, in business, choose, actually I should say aim to choose only those projects that set your heart on fire, that set your mind on fire, that give a twinkle in your eye with desire. If you can do that, I promise you, my friend, you'll never really work another day in your life. All right, now you've got that burning desire. What's next one? The number two, absolute faith. You see, faith is having the belief in what it is that you do and trusting your ability and capability to achieve your goal. You're going to be seeing your result long before it ever happens, feeling what it's like to have achieved that result before you even start, knowing that you will indeed accomplish your goal. These, my friends, are all faith-driven and allow you to perform feats that will seem like miracles 
to others. We've all heard the stories, right? Here's the thing. Faith is knowing in advance that what you want will come to pass. Your mind isn't divided between this is going to happen or what if this doesn't happen because you know for a fact with absolute certainty that it will. And you're able to rest easy knowing that it's it's just a matter of time before you achieve the result that you're striving for. Here's the thing. With faith, you can stand firm on both feet knowing that no matter what the obstacle, no matter what the challenge, no matter what you got in front of you, that it really doesn't matter because your success is inevitable. Faith isn't a frenzied mantra repeated over and over again either. No, it's not. I hope it'll happen. I hope it'll happen. I hope it'll happen. It's not that. No, it's this calm, confident knowledge that because you can see the end result that you seek, that you're striving for, that you're aimed at, that it will, in fact, come to pass. Yeah, yeah. Absolute faith, my friend. After that comes number three, your self-talk. Now, I believe one of the reasons that Betty White stayed in such amazing health and lived to, gosh, what, nearly 100 years old is because she found the positive in situations as well as in people. She didn't go around talking shit about how bad things were because she instead chose to focus on the positive and to be happy. As a result, it, here's the thing. It's our soft talk that can determine how happy, how healthy, and how successful we become and we are. Positive self-talk is all, you know, it's this great tool that we can use to achieve our aim and fully realize our destiny in life. Yeah, what it is we want to do, what it is that we are destined to do. So the question I'll ask you is, what words are you speaking to the man in the mirror? What words are you speaking to the woman in the mirror? Hmm? Whether your words are spoken just in your head or they're audibly coming out of your mouth, finding good things to say about yourself and your world sets you up for happiness as well as success. In many cases, you're creating the, the very positive prophecies that will indeed come true. Huh? But if you're speaking all the negative ones, well, those will probably come true too. So as Napoleon Hill himself said, we are the prophet of our own life and our visions about our life do in fact come true. So you need to learn to love yourself in a positive, healthy way. Work on encouraging yourself. You know, I can do this. Right? And tell yourself that you, my friend, are worthy. You, my friend, are capable of achieving your dreams and all the visions that you have for your life and your business. All right, number four. I might have to break this down into two parts here, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm getting all riled up here and I'm only on number four. Number four is specialize. Specialization is an almost required ingredient to success because I think it gives, I don't know, the universe a clear vision of what you want and what you desire. Be specific when you're naming your goals. Be specific when you're naming your career, your achievements, your relationship, or anything that you want in your life. Uh, if you've listened to more than one episode, 
You've probably heard the the story that I have gone through when it came to the relationship I'm in to the on this day with the amazing woman I've been lucky enough uh, to marry for gosh working on seven years now we've known each other for almost ten but you know I didn't come out of a great relationship and what I did is I sat down and I used this specialized uh, technique right here number four and I sat down coming out of uh, a, a, an awful divorce. Two great kids that came out of that, so I'm blessed with that. But I sat down and I wrote what it is I wanted in my next partner. And I didn't even put wife or girlfriend. I put partner because that to me is what it was that I wanted was a, a partner in life, right? Whether we ever got – whether I ever got married again was irrelevant. And I wrote down – now, being a guy, of course, I sat down and I wrote all the, the eye candy things. I wanted to have long hair and um, – blue eyes and, you know, be this and be that. But once I got past all that superficial stuff, I started writing about the things that I wanted her to believe in, what I wanted her heart to be like, her decision process to be like, how she treated other people, yeah? So now I, I became specific in naming my goals for a relationship that I wanted in my life. Focus on exactly what you want to the exclusion of all other things. I think this is one of the biggest places where people stumble, bumble, and fall, right? As people lose their destiny because they don't define their purpose. We all want to achieve great things. I, I inherently believe that we all really, in our heart of hearts, want to achieve something great. But we can't be great at all things. So you have to choose what you want to be known for and then be persistent in working towards that goal and your greatness, my friend, is certain. It's guaranteed. Now I can hear at least one of you in my ear right now in the headphones I had on going, well, uh, what about people like Richard, Richard Brunson, right? He started all kinds of different businesses and many of them were really successful. He didn't focus on one thing. Well, he did. He focused on building a business empire. And he had let others who were knowledgeable in each of those businesses make all the day-to-day -day decisions. Huh? For example, his goal wasn't to start an airline. That wasn't what he was shooting for. But his goal was to seek out business opportunities and to find experts who specialize in an opportunity, such as people who knew how to run an airline, and to keep building his empire in that manner. He also built those businesses one at a time, not all at once. His, his successful key was focus. He chose one thing. He made it a success, right? So you need to do the same thing. Choose one thing. Make that one thing a success. Then if you want to, move on to the next thing and the next goal and the next achievement, right? Just end then. Rinse and repeat. Number five, and I think I am going to have to break this into two parts right here. I'm only on number five. I'm already 15 and a half minutes into this episode, and I like to keep it around 20, 30 minutes for you. So we'll break this up for you so I'm not overwhelming you. All right, all right so number five, imagination. My friends, your imagination is your power. It is your invisible superpower, your invisible ability to attract great things, great achievements, great people, and prosperity to you. And that's why Steve Jobs said, imagination is everything. 
Imagination is everything. It is the preview to life's coming attractions, is what Steve said. You see, imagination is this power that you wield to create your future life. If your imagination is playing on the screen of your mind, bills, loneliness, and despair, then guess what? Well, that's the trailer of your life. That's the movie that's going to roll out before you. If, however, you imagine that each time you attempt something new, you're going to be met with resistance, then guess what? That's going to be the movie of your life. But what? What if, for a moment, just, just roll with me here. What if you imagine your life as you wish it to be, as you dreamed it be, dream big, dream better, dream greater, right? Then you can create a life you really honestly want and deserve. You can see your new achievement in your mind's eye, right? Through your own view. Just play that trailer on your mind and you can make it seem Actually, you can roll it in the present tense. It's simultaneously happening, current tense, and it's already happened, past tense, right? Roll those trailers in your mind's eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can imagine both at once. You can. Think about it. How many times have you woke up from a dream and said, wow, that was, that was happening and it happened, Right, so you you can imagine both things things at the same time. Now, you um, your goal, uh, you, you want to imagine your goal is coming to fruition, and your goal is has already happened. And this sounds a little confusing. I'm gonna, let me roll. It. Think of it this way: think of a deposit coming to your bank account. It's not there. But it's there, right? You, right. Let's think. Every year, uh, most of you will uh, here in the United States. I hope you do uh, file your tax return. Once you get to the bottom of that form, you see how much you're going to get back, and then you send that form off. So you see that deposit coming to your bank, but it's not yet there yet. Yet, somewhere in your mind, it is there. You you, you with me there? Same thing with your success. True, you cannot access those funds tomorrow, but they're already yours. Same thing with your success. You might not be able to access everything your success is going to bring you right now or tomorrow, yet it's already yours, just like that check that's going to be coming to you from the IRS and direct deposited in there. Hmm? Think of, of what you want to have. Think of what you want to achieve. Think of what you want to become in the next six months, in the next year, in the next two years. Make it crystal clear as you can in your mind. Write it down. I'm a big fan of that. You know, I talk about on my journal all the time. I've got one sitting right here next to me. Write it down so you don't forget, so it doesn't become vague in your mind. Write it down with the, at the nth degree, like I did. Hey, I wanted to have long, long blonde hair, blue eyes. I wanted to be this. I wanted to be that. And then just, just let it roll. And then continue to see it simultaneously in your imagination as if it were coming true and as if it were already true. This is what I did. And it came true because I could already see her, right? And I probably met her online about eight months later. 
and we started dating and we've been married almost seven years now. So you feel me on this. I want your, I want you to imagine your plan for achieving what you want. See yourself ex executing that plan and then damn well get busy making it come true. The better you can see the end result in your mind, the easier it's going to be to achieve. All right, like I said, I'm going to drop number six here and then I'm going to cut this off and we're going to continue in the next episode, okay? Number six is plan. Yeah, I know. Spoiler alert. I already mentioned this. You need to plan. But hey, you knew that one already, didn't you? Right? You already knew that you needed a plan, right? Yeah. You, you don't go to the moon or to Mars. Or other Heck, most people don't even go on vacation without a plan. Here's a, here's a really interesting one for me. I, know, I, I, I read somewhere that people will spend a hundred or more hours planning a wedding, but won't spend three hours planning their life. Yeah, you need a plan. And you don't usually achieve your highest goals, whatever they might be, without one. It's just a fact. So if you plan to start a business or you plan to create a product, you plan to build a course, part of that plan is to choose your business and then to take the steps necessary to start and run that business, to build that business up, to market that business to people, to engage the prospects that are out there and learn what their true needs are so that you can keep fulfilling those needs via your business. Your plan is your roadmap on how to get from where you are to where you want to go. Planning is the act of strategizing and creating a formula on how to execute and work towards the achievement of a goal. With no plan, you will fail. We've all heard the one, right? Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Now here's a note. Plans get you started and guide you along the way. But, huh? this is very important. I want you to hear me on this one. They are not written in stone. Okay? As you progress towards your goal, you may need to make revisions to your plan. You got to update your plan. Every good business I've ever been in had at least annual reviews of their plan where they were looking forward. And sometimes they changed rather radically. Sometimes they didn't change at all. See, so you got to make revisions to your mind. It doesn't mean you don't need a plan to start with, right? Or that your plan was wrong. It's simply how planning versus real life works. And that's okay. Look, here, let's look at it this way. If you watched any race, any race car race out there, Every single one of those guys that are in the first four positions, the pole position, position one, two, or three, or four, they plan on winning, period. And then they have sub-plans about how to get around folks, how to work as a team, if you're talking about some of the team uh, racing sports. But here's what happens in real life. They slip from that pole position in the fourth because something happened. They were making a turn too tight, and they're tire lost grip of the road something happened they didn't plan for mm -hmm. however now that they're back and forth they modify their plan they become flexible and they start working to move forward that's simply how planning versus real life works and it's okay right you can have a plan and be flexible 
The plan will get you started and the process will show you where to update your plans for better outcome. I heard a joke, you've probably heard it too, and it, it goes a bit like this. God, I pray to you every day to win the lottery. I've been praying for 30 years without fail. I pray and I pray and I pray, and I still have not won the lottery. God, you just haven't come through for me. What's God's reply? Well, could you meet me halfway and go buy a dang lottery ticket? Yeah? If you plan to win the lottery, part of that plan is buying a ticket. And the next step is to take action, my friend. Whatever your plan is that you're working on, and if you don't have one, stop right now. I don't want you to listen to any more of this podcast. I want you to stop and write down some form of a plan. Even if it's just like three sentences. I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that, then I'm going to do that. Fine. Now you have a plan. Next step is to take action, right? Follow the plan and get out there and buy your ticket. How about that? All right, I'm going to cut it right there. We're going to pick up with number seven on the next episode. All right, so you get out there. You run your race. You get your results. And then let me hear about them. I'm serious. Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Email me what tip or piece of advice you came away with, how you put it into action, and then what results you gained. Who knows? Probably bring you on the show and let you share your story. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.